0: I admit to being freaked out about podcasting until I discovered Anchor. First off, it's free. It has creation tools that allow me to record and edit podcasts. Most importantly to me, it distributed my podcast to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a lot of others. Yeah, it also allows me the opportunity to make money on my podcast, which is a win. But most important overall, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. That's a huge win. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right. So we're going to get going. Um, First time using a sportscaster. Excited to be on the platform. Um, We are LA Peach Basket. We are a website dedicated to the best basketball teams in the association. Uh, That is the Lakers and the Clippers. Been covering them for three years. And, um, yeah, excited to be here talking uh, to you all. Um, it's odd um, to be here right now. It's odd to be talking basketball, <clears throat> considering everything that's going on uh, in the world. Uh, there's no shortage of news. Um, a matter of fact, this week, we put off uh, posting anything. Um, just because it felt like there's more important things in the world, you know, to really concentrate on than sports. But now, uh, you know, the, the playoff format has been established. We know what it's going to look like. And um, it's time. It's, it's time to kind of dip our toes back in, uh, in the sports pool. And that's what we're going to do today. Um, as weird as it might feel as odd as it might be, um, at the end of the day, I think it's a good thing. I think it's positive. It gives us a little bit of hope, gives us a little bit of a, of a distraction, um, on the, um, you know, the rough things that are happening in the world. So, uh, we're cautious, uh, we don't go into it without, uh, knowing that there's some really bad things happening. Um, but, uh, we do think it's time to, to start talking sports. Um, and so that's what we're going to do today. I'm going to be joined by, uh, another writer from peach basket, Johnny, who hopefully will be joining me soon. And we're going to talk the playoff format. Um, we had, um, a, a podcast, uh, a little bit earlier, uh, not on, um, sportscaster, But on another uh, platform at the time, Um, and uh, you know, we talked about what the format should look like. Um, And um, you know, my my thought was, this is such a weird time. This is such an odd circumstance we find ourselves in um, that I thought that the playoffs should follow the same format. I mean, let's be weird. Um, Let's do it a little bit differently. Let's do it a little bit uniquely. Um, But that's not the uh, approach that the uh, NBA took. They took a different approach. And uh, today we're going to talk about that. Um, Like I said, this is our first time using uh, Sportscaster, so bear with me. All right, now I'm seeing a couple people join. Thank you for joining. I'm waiting for one Uh, of my fellow riders with Peach Basket. Uh, As soon as we find uh, Gianni, uh, hopefully we'll be able to to have him join. Uh, But Cubs fan, uh, you're on deck. (laughs) We might have you join if uh, we can't figure this out. Um, But we'll give Gianni a few more minutes. Uh, I've got um, a little bit of news to share and then about mm, four or five questions there's Johnny right on glad you made it thank you I was just about to pull in somebody else from uh, from the bleachers um, let me uh, bring Johnny in and then we'll go ahead and get started um, I'll start again by telling you uh, we're Le- we're Peach Basket LA Peach Basket we have been um, uh, covering the Lakers and the Clippers exclusively for three seasons now and um, Man, we're, we're just fans. That's you know, we're, we're fans that enjoy the game, that miss the game just like you, uh, and honestly, fans that are excited to talk about the game. Um, so, let's see. Oh wait, boom! All right, I think I figured it out. All right, Gianni, you should be invited. Hopefully, this thing clicks so we can get moving. Um, while we wait on Johnny to get started, uh, let me tell you a little bit about what we're going to talk about. So this is what we know so far. Uh, if you're here, you're probably a basketball fan, so you know a lot about what I'm about to share. Um, but just so we are all on the same page here. Um, number one, we know that the, the season is starting back up July 31st. Plenty of time. For um, players to get ready, more or less. Johnny, welcome. (laughs) Let me go ahead and get started and then we'll go ahead and kick it to you for a quick intro. How's how's it going? How's it going? Good, man. Um, Thank you. You can hear me okay?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're coming in clear. Right on. All right.
0: Uh, Right on. Somebody sent us popcorn. I don't know what that means, but I'm grateful, man. I appreciate that, Cubs fan. Thank you. Thank you for joining. Thank you. Um, so let's get right to it. July 31st with 22 teams. That's the thing that, to me, uh, is very interesting. We knew right away this wasn't going to be fair. Um, and Adam Silver acknowledged that it. it's not fair. can't be fair. Um, so they cut it off, 22 teams, the 22 teams that were most likely to make the playoffs. Each of those 22 teams are going to play eight regular season games that are going to count. My thought was it might be preseason games. Um, just warm-ups, but no, they're counting. These are official games, man, and this is where it gets absolutely muddy, especially in the West, and this is what I'm excited to talk to you about, uh, Gianni, and, and anybody else who you know has a question about this. The number nine team, if they are four or five games back, more than four games back, they're out. It's over, but if they are within four games of the eighth spot, then there's going to be a play-in tournament, and that is It's crazy. When you look at the West, I think there's five teams within five or six games of that eighth spot. Uh, There's some really good teams there. Uh, The scariest team for me, I think, is the Blazers, especially if you look at, you know, what they've done in the past. But that play-in tournament is wonky, and we know a little bit about it. We found out a little bit about it today, and we'll get to it in just a minute. Um, Three-fourths of the 30 teams had to approve um this play-in or this this format and they did so it's official it's a go we're starting july 31st so those are the facts i got some questions i'm gonna pose johnny and i are gonna debate them we're gonna talk them through um and then uh you know we'll see where it goes from there so that's me that's the intro that's peach basket that's who we are it's what we do johnny why don't you start by telling us a little bit about you
1: yeah man my name is johnny i'm a huge basketball <laughs> fan huge sports fan. Uh, this is an LA centric uh, site that are on, but I consider myself kind of a, um, my boys call me like a mercenary fan. I follow players. I follow, I follow good organizations, you know, but right. I live in Southern California. So all my boys are Laker fans. You know, we got a, a few Clipper fans out here. So that's, those are the teams that get debated the most. So I'm comfortable always talking about them, but I'm a fan of the league um, as a whole, man. I'm, I'm excited. You know, there's a lot of unknowns, Yeah, a lot of, a lot of what ifs that can happen. but you know, I mean, if everything goes smooth, man, I'm just excited for, for Hoops coming back, you know? Boom. And at the end of the day, I think that's what I'm most excited about, just watching
0: basketball. It's not going to be the basketball we remember. It's going to be in an empty mm-hmm. stadium in Orlando, yeah. right, with no fans. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to, to have it back. And and, and I'll tell you, man, we, yeah, we are L.A.-centric for sure. I got my, my Lakers championship hat behind me. But uh, I'm a basketball fan, first and foremost. Uh, I like good basketball. Uh, and I'm excited to see it again. So let's start. I've got a couple questions, Johnny. We'll just kick them around, see what happens, see where we go with this. Number one, and I, I almost kind of hate to ask it, but it's it's a legitimate question. In your opinion, should this even be happening? Um, was Adam Silver right? Was uh, the teams were the teams right in in moving forward with the playoff uh, in light of everything that's happening in the world? Adam Silver was recently interviewed uh with the TNT crew and um you know he he started by apologizing he 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 feels you know talking sports right now is 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 so petty and i feel that you know i, I mean i legitimately feel it uh i would have been okay i was prepared mentally for no season for just yeah, just same, call it off same, man, same. right yeah and let's just start yeah. new start new next year i was ready for it so I, I, you know some people are saying it's a money grab you know some people are you know worried about the layoff and injuries so uh, let me just start with your you and your thoughts. I'll give you mine. Should this even be happening,
1: considering everything that's uh, going on right now? So, I mean, I think Adam Silver moves different than most commissioners. So if the NBA is considering, I think it's been thought out, you know, there's going to be some hiccups. And I mean, I do also think that if a player doesn't want to play for whatever reason, uh, because there's a lot going on in the world because of health you know, there should be no, should be no criticism for any single player or if team or anybody that wants to step away that's completely understandable uh i do think people look at sports as a distraction sometimes a welcome distraction it could also be a platform you know these there's going to be a lot of players ready to speak their mind this could be a platform for players to speak their mind on what's going yeah. on um i trust nba players to, to handle it to handle it well i trust the nba to handle it as well as they can uh is everything going to go smoothly no just it just there's a lot of unknowns going to the situation but i mean of any league, I have faith that the NBA can, can pull it, come, come close to pulling it off, you know?
0: Yeah. It's, it's it's reassuring to know that somebody like Adam Silver, you know, who kind of maneuvered them through the Donald Sterling debacle, right. Which was, 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 you know, looking back at, I don't know if you've seen, uh, I think it's called Blackballed, um, that documentary mm-hmm. about the Clippers and, and everything that happened. It, it, Adam Silver's, is is amazing. He understands it's a it's an entertainment league. He understands uh, that the players are human. You know, uh, he does things Absolutely. that you know Roger Goodell I, I think isn't doesn't do as well. Let's just put it that way, right? So I agree with you. I think Adam mm-hmm. Silver is the right man for this job, and he's he's uh, he's doing the right thing. Um, Pat Beverly, not too long ago, came out and, and you know, he posted more than one tweet about how, man, this is rough. You know, why are we thinking about this when so much is going on? And, and I feel that I, I honestly, I was as excited as I was when I heard that the games were coming back, when I saw his tweets, my, my first thought was, man, it's unfair of us to tell these men to entertain us, <laughs> you know?
1: Mm, 100%. 100%.
0: And it's rough it's rough you know, should it be happening uh, is it a money grab man i, I don't know i, I don't know I, I i'm just i'm glad it is um i hope at the end of the day there's no injuries um I, I, shaquille o'neal i think it was shaq who came out and said you know whoever wins this is going to have a an asterisk in in I, I you know i i've taken a little bit of heat on twitter for this but he's right you know I, I, there's no way around it when you look at how unfair the playoff format is and it couldn't possibly fair, it's as fair as it can be, but mm, it's not yeah. fair. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah.
0: It, it's, there's going to be an asterisk here. I don't think there's any way around it. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think it should happen. I'm glad it's happening. It's as fair as it can be. And on you know, we go. So mm-hmm. let's, let's go on then and, and talk about um, the playoff format. We know that there's going to be um seven-game series across the board. We know that the uh, eighth spot in the West is really up for grabs. Um, So I'm going to start with you, Johnny. Knowing what you know about that eighth spot, you got eight games to figure this all out. Who comes in and eighth?
1: I think it's going to be pretty chalk, honestly. Uh, I think Memphis is going to take it. I think, uh, Um, I mean, if we were playing out the full season, it might be a little bit different, but the smaller sample size, Memphis has gotten a chance to get a little healthy. Um, And I just think that the way it's set up with the amount of games that are played, um, how the AC has an advantage in the playing tournament, even if it does come down to it, I just think Memphis is going to, is going to take it now. Uh, I know they're going to try to do some kind of strength of schedule, try to mirror somewhat of what the the schedule is going to be. And I know Memphis had a tough schedule coming in, but I just think that, that they're going to eke it out. and uh, But I do think that that New Orleans and Portland are, are going to give them a run for their money, but I think I think Memphis is going to eke it out. Wow. Okay. It, that'd be exciting. I mean, seeing John Morant in there uh, and, and playing against,
0: you know, uh, the, more, more likely the Lakers, who uh, yeah. are likely going to come into one seat, that would be ridiculous. Uh, a lot of people have been saying, you know, Zion is going to be in there. Uh, you, you mentioned the Pelicans which would be exciting. I tell you, my, my bet, my vote is the Blazers only because I think at the end of the day, uh, experience wins out. Um, John Morant is a phenomenal player. I enjoy watching him, Um, but he's young. I think he's 19. Mm -hmm. Uh, Same with Zion. And these guys have never been in this situation now. And this is the great unknown about this playoff season. If this were a regular playoff season where you had to come into Staples And you had, you know, the, 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 the amount of press that, that normally follows you. Uh, Then I think, you know, the, the fact that they were a young team was going to come into play. You brought up the point, you know, it's not that right. We're, we're Mm -hmm. we're playing without crowds. We're not going to be at Staples. So the young guys might not be unaffected, man. It's just ball, right. It's just like going to the Y and (laughs) that's what these Mm -hmm. guys do. So
1: um,
0: yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. I, I, you know, I'm kind of talking myself out of it. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm putting my hat on on the Blazers. Uh, I I just think they're 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 the better team. Um, well, certainly they're more experienced team. I I don't know that they're a better team, but they're certainly the more experienced team. So, uh, and, and I got to tell you, I think if I'm the Lakers, I'm freaked out. That's the last team I want to see in the first round is a uh, is the Portland Trailblazers. Um, the Lakers and the Clippers both have eight games the lakers are at the number one spot um and pretty comfortably so um the clippers uh are at number two um Mm -hmm. i had hoped to have up and forgive me i didn't get it uh in time but i had hoped hoped to have their schedules up so we can kind of take a look at both of their schedules so and then i wanted to talk about you know what you saw in terms of what their eight game season was Mm going to look like but aside from that let me ask you a more general question how do you think the Lakers and the Clippers, who are favored to win it all, uh, are going to approach this eight-game uh, playoff season? In other words, or not this playoff season, but the you know the, the season before the playoffs, right? Uh, are, is it in their best interest to, to play them to win? Uh, is it in their best interest to play to get healthy? You know, the Blazers got no choice. They got to play to win. Yeah. So the Pels and the Spurs and everybody else. But w- how are the Lakers and the Clippers going to play
1: these eight games? What do you think? Yeah, see, that's what I found the most interesting too, because again, I think it's going to be pretty chalk as far as like, as far as the seating goes, there might be some movers and shakers within the ATs, but I don't think anybody's going to sneak in. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they met, because we've been off for a couple months now, right? Are, are we going to go as hard as we can for eight games to try to get our, our wind up? Because, you know, you can't really get in, no one's in basketball shape, right? No one's been able to hoop, yeah. no one's in basketball shape. So are we I'm interested to see like the competition levels in these eight games. Like, are they going to be going, is everyone going to be going like balls to the wall to try to get their win back yeah. to get ready? Um, is there going to be any kind of load management? Are they going to, cause I, I believe that every right. team is going to gonna play back to back in this, in this eight game schedule. Like, are we going to rest because, because that's just how we've been doing it the whole season. Are we going to treat this a little differently? So, because again, right. You, you can't replicate that on the court chemistry that teams were, were building towards the end of the season. You know, LeBron likes to peak towards the end of the season yeah. that was part of his plan so like it'll be interesting to see uh what the games look like if it's if it's going to be like sloppy out there you know i'm I'm sure there's going to be some some sloppy play out there but um also like you were saying like yeah, at like the something. y and they're hooping man i want to see them i want to hear them mic'd up yeah that's not happening man it's wishful thinking but that that's why i like i'd always want to say shot because i want to hear them talk to each other yeah. that you know what i mean like that's like the that's the behind the scenes stuff that, that, that always interests me. Like hearing them talking to each other and stuff like that. So.
0: Yeah. Right, one game I, I went to as a kid and, and, and we snuck down and uh, I got, I saw the guy sweat. I mean, I was that close. And uh, initially, right. You're just kind of hearing the coaches talk and, 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 and the assistant coaches talk. And, and it's, it's pretty amazing. You're in, you know, you're in know, just the, 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 the mindset of, of, a, of a coach and the players and what they saw. And it was pretty amazing but yeah, then then you heard the trash talk, and as a kid, man, it impacted me. I was it was. That was rough. <laughs> I don't think TNT can do that to us, man. Yeah, uh, as much as people would love to see it. Um, here's here's what I think. You brought up LeBron, and, and I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. He's 35 years old. Um, and he's a young 35. He's an MVP caliber. Uh, it, it, this season, which is amazing. And dude knows how to take care of himself. So I have no doubt he's going to be ready, but he can't get past the fact that he's 35. And I think that this um, delay, you know, you said you can't stay game ready, right? You you just can't. You can keep exercising, keep working out. But an NBA game is different. And and I think, again, it goes back to it benefits the young guys. I think their bodies are going to pick up quicker. They're going to be ready quicker. Um, and 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 I do think that LeBron's going to have a harder time. Now, that being said, the Lakers have got an advantage. I think they're four or five games up on the Clippers. Mm-hmm. they got to effectively lose all eight to really have a shot at in the, the, the number one seed. They're not going to lose the number one seed. So I think they have an advantage. They can use this these eight games as preseason, which is a huge advantage. They don't have to worry about winning them all. Um, and, and I don't think they're going to. I mean, I, I think four and four is a victory for them. I, I think just come up the gate. You know, give LeBron and AD ten, twenty minutes. Just kind of get them in slow. They have that advantage where Portland doesn't. Portland's gonna have to play CJ and Dame. You know, thirty minutes a game. Yep. There's just, just there's no way around it for them. Uh, the Lakers don't have to do that. So I think that's a huge advantage for the Lakers going in. Um, and 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 I'm okay with that. I, I you know, you, you should credit the team that was in first place before this all happened. And this format allows that. The Clippers are weird because, you know, I don't think they want to get the first spot. Again, if if, if if the first spot means I'm playing Portland, I don't, I want to stay away from the first spot. I first spot anyway, first uh, spot. I'm a, I'm a little worried about that Portland team. But the Clippers are so deep that it doesn't really matter, you know. And uh, regularly this season, he takes a lot of heat for it. But Kawhi regularly takes that second game off. And so I think we're going to see some load management as weird as it might sound within eight games because the Clippers can mm-hmm. do it, right? The Clippers and the Lakers yeah. have got that huge advantage that they don't have to win them all. So I think they're going to play that way. I think sloppy play and you called it, man, I, I think it's going to be sloppy. Um, and, and I just don't think it's going to be hyper competitive, maybe even until the first or second round of the playoffs. And we're going to start to see basketball the way we're used to it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I am really, really, I, I didn't have this question, and forgive me. And we talked about what questions we were gonna about, uh, going to talk about. But I want to hit me with it. Hit me
1: right with on, it. On, right, on, right on.
0: Here's what I'm thinking about: the the lack of fans, right? When I think of the greatest NBA playoff games, you know, you think uh, you know the Kobe, the lob the Shaq. Uh, you think Robert Ory, right? Uh, we, we, with that three pointer against the Kings. And I'm going all Lakers. Sorry, but those are the ones that come to mind. The immediate reaction, you know, after that is the fans going crazy and the sound. Now imagine, Johnny, imagine, uh, you know, 30 seconds left, well, 30, three seconds left, there's an out-of-bounds play, you know, Derek Fisher's point zero four against the Spurs, and he hits a shot to win it, and there's literally no reaction. Mm-hmm. How, come on, that's just not right. What kind of impact is my question? What kind of impact do you think no fans is going to have? No fans and no home court
1: is going to have on these playoffs, if any. Yeah. See, I mean, that's where I was going to go first is like as far as an advantage, right? There's no home court advantage. I think it actually helps the Clippers because when they were going to play the Lakers, it was going to be whatever, four to seven home game for the Lakers, regardless. They're in the same building, right? So I think it helps the Clippers out there. I think, I mean, it's going to be for, just to be honest, it's going to be weird. You know, it's, it's going to be weird. It's going to be different. I think the part that's going to that's going to last for me is when we play this season down the road, like highlights of these games and stuff, like the lack of fans, there's going to be all the history of the NBA with all these crazy shots. And then anything that happens here is going to be this little blip in history with no fans in the stands. There's going to be these great plays with no fans. And it's just right. going remind to you, remind you of the time that you were in, you know? And I mean, you know, they've talked about like pumping, I mean, like, the Korean baseball league they're putting like you know they they're talking about 2k noise you know there's no way to replicate like that that thing but i mean players like they hoop all the time you know in the in the gyms and the pickup gyms like like we talked about it's just going to be that kind of a feel you know it's going to be just going to be a di- different a different feel and as a fan you're going to kind of you're just going to kind of have to deal with it and as a young player like you said it might be an advantage you know the, it might take away some nerves you know yeah We'll
0: no, that's fair. no, that's fair. Um, man, you, you, you made a point I wanted to follow up, and now I, I, I forget what it was. Um, But, yeah, at the end of the day, I think it, it's just ultimately going to be weird. I, I think it's going to matter less to the players than it is to us as fans, right? We're going to be watching TV, right? And, and we're just going to – it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. And I think them pumping in music is – or not music, but, you know, fake applause or whatever they're going to try to do. I think it's weird. But there's no right way to do it. It's just gonna be weird for us, you know. These guys are hyper competitive people. Um, I, I think, you know, what I know about you, Gianni. I think you're a lot like me. If, if we were playing one on one, I want to win. You you want to win. It doesn't matter whether it's 100%. ball, right? Whether it's just you know we're we're throwing rocks around trying to hit something. You know, I, I'm competitive. I want to win. These guys when they get out on the court, they're gonna they're gonna want to win, and they're gonna play that way. So I think for the players, it's gonna be the same you know, once they can get their feet under them but for us, it's going to be weird. It's just, it's just mm-hmm. going to be weird. So let yeah, me totally. end it with this. Uh, I, I, I don't want to go too long. Um, this is our first, I, I think I mentioned this. Uh, I, I see some people joining us and forgive me. I, I, I don't have, uh, you know, they, all the knowledge around sportscaster now that I have to, but I, I see Patty, I see Liz, I see Samuel, I see a bunch of y'all and, and I'm grateful. Thank you for joining us. Um, I appreciate it. I, I think once we start getting our, our bearings with this and really figuring out the platform uh, we'd love to pull you guys in and, and, and take questions and, 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 um, and really talk to you. Um, but I want to end with this Johnny. Um, um, and I, I kind of started with this and I, I actually gave you my opinion, but, but I want to hear yours. Uh somebody's going to be crowned the 2020 champion of the NBA. Somebody's going to lift the uh, Larry O'Brien. Um is, is is that winner? Um, and, and I want to preface this by saying something you just said. You know, when we look back, they say 2025, 2026, and we watch YouTube videos of 2020 championship and the game winning shot with literally crickets. You know, does the winner deserve an asterisk? And does it matter?
1: What do you think? I mean, deserve, I don't know. Uh, short answer, I mean, there's going to be. So, some type of asterisk. Uh, I mean, like the 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 Spurs won the lockout year. The Heat won the lockout year. Like we we don't talk about that as much. I think a lot of it depends on the level of competition that we see in the tournament. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of it depends on if uh, a player like injuries, if anybody comes down with the virus. Like a lot of that depends on it. I yeah. think for LeBron, if if LeBron wins it, the LeBron detractors are always going to put an asterisk. They're going to say he has three and a half chips. You know, um, I think. I think history history is gonna history is gonna treat it a lot depending on what happens and straight up a lot if LeBron wins it you know it's gonna be it's gonna be I picked the Clippers to win the championship at the beginning of the season but I'm kind of intrigued to see LeBron win it this year and listen to the legacy debate with this if he wins this championship and how people talk about this championship in his legacy overall so right. that's an interesting thing to me. Yeah, no legitimate, and and I think you're
0: absolutely right. It's gonna be. I mean, the detractors are gonna say three, three and a half, right? It's it's not, it's not a real championship, you know, whatever that Mm -hmm. means. And yeah, again, I I told you I took some heat for this, but I I really do feel that you know whoever wins it, uh, it doesn't matter who. Uh, I do think that there's an asterisk here. How can there not be? Uh, This Mm -hmm. is going to be the first NBA champion ever where all Thirty teams did not play an equal amount number of regular season games. That's the first time it's ever happened. Mm-hmm. This is this is weird. This is an aberration. It's odd. <clears throat> not to say we're playing the last eight games in a neutral court with no fans. Uh, yeah, man, that's the epitome of an asterisk. Uh, mm. uh, you know, but it's still competitive. And whoever wins it, their fan base—they're not gonna care. Uh yeah, Right? He's not gonna care. He's gonna lift the L O B and, and they're gonna have that that uh, that parade down for the row and nobody's gonna
1: care. Um
0: so, I, so, I, so I, let, let me
1: ask you something. Do you yeah. think do you think that the the Raptors have an asterisk from last year because Clay and K D didn't play? Yeah. I mean you think you think that like you could kinda go back throughout the history of the championship, right? Yeah. There's a there's a lot there's a lot of ways to like parse if yeah. this is like legitimate, if this would have happened, you know what I mean? So this is this is a big asterisk, but I think yeah. you can always kind of go and nitpick throughout the championships and say like, oh, if this would have went this way, you know. So, I, and like like people people kind of nitpicking at the championship is going to happen regardless. I say as well. Yeah,
0: no, it's a fair question,
1: and and, and I hear it. You know, when
0: when I when I kind of state my opinion, um, to me the only reason uh, you know I put an asterisk on this one and not on you know any of the others, even the shortened season. Is because even in the shortened season when the Spurs won, everybody played the same number of games. Everybody played home court, you know, half home, half away. Everybody played the same. So that to me is eminently fair. This is not. It couldn't be. And that's okay. You know, I want to say that, you know, yeah, there'll be an asterisk, but it doesn't matter. It's okay that there's an asterisk. I don't see it as a negative thing. But uh, to 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 say that this is going to be on par with you know 82 games uh, played, um, equal number home and away, uh, home court in the playoffs with fans, it, it's not how it's happening. So you know that's my that's my stance. But again, at the end of the day, I don't really care, I, and, and whoever wins it isn't going, to care. They're not going to I'm care. with you. I'm with you. So let's leave it with this. I wasn't going to say it, but now I kind of want to. Uh, your pick to win it all which is totally unfair. We don't know who these teams are going
1: to be able <laughs> to get back, but who do you think? Mm. I'm still rocking with the Clippers. Uh, PG and Kawhi can be the two best players on the court at any time, and, and they're deep. So I'm, I'm I'm staying with the Clippers. Yeah.
0: That was my pick at the start of the season. Um, I'm still excited to see what I hope is the Western Conference Finals between the Lakers and the Clippers. Uh, we're a we're site that covers both, so that would be wonderful for us and amazing for LA. And these are the two best 100%. teams. And so, uh, that's what I'm see. And yeah, whoever comes out of the West, I think is going to take it, but, uh, yeah, I, I, am uh, I'm with you. I say Clippers. All right, man. Cool. This was fun. I appreciate yeah. it. Sorry for you know, some hassles early on. We oh, will get it, a better it, handle
1: on this. It was all good. Um, good. No, I, I, I like the platform. It was, it's, it's been pretty right? smooth. So I'm, yeah.
0: Right on. And next time we will, we really want to hear from you guys. I, uh, I, I saw as many as 11. Uh, and I think for our first, I don't know if that's good or bad, but I appreciate <laughs> each of you. Thank you. Uh, we're LA Peach Basket. Go to, I don't know if our sites anywhere in our profile. Again, we're just starting out with this platform. So we don't know, but uh, you can find us at lapeachbasket.com. Uh, we've got a lot of, um, uh, a lot of plans for the future. And uh, we are excited to have you here with us. And hopefully you can read some of our stuff. And, uh, man, you know, I know there's an there's opportunity to fan us or something. Click us and be a fan yep. so that you know next time when we're prom- – I found, I sound like an old man, man. I, 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 I don't know. It's all good.
1: Em, embrace it. Embrace it. Embrace it.
0: I'll, I'll take it. Uh, but anyway, we'll be back. And, and I hope that you all join us again. And next time we might pull some of you in. We really, really do want to hear from you. Johnny, thank you for the time, man. I appreciate it. And uh we'll be back.
1: Thank you all. Absolutely. Stay stay, Jose. All right, you too. Thank you. Peace.